0: Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Rachel Rill, coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support and validation to individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic relationship or think that you're in one or might not know what the crap is going on, guys. I am here doing another walk and talk, coming to you with another daily vitamin for another daily vitamin of support, guys. I'm out here walking and talking. If I sound out of breath, it is because I might be walking up a hill or something, and today it's starting to get warm outside, and I got this hoodie on, and I'm hot, (laughs) and I got to do a few laps. I got to get my steps in for the day, you know? You got to keep yourself in shape. It goes back to give yourself love, by staying fit, getting into shape, making sure you are healthy, mind, body, and soul. And when you do that, guys, I guarantee you, you'll understand that you cannot allow toxicity to come into your system. You will be more protective of your mental state. You'll be more protective of just your mind, your body, your spirit. You know, you, won't, you can't even like, you, when you heal trust me, you're not even going to feel right if some crap comes your way. You're not even going to feel right about that. If the wind is blowing, I'm going to try to, well, the wind is blowing. So I'm going to try to talk over top of it. It's not too bad though. So you guys should still be able to hear me, but yeah, get outside, push yourself to get motivated, to stay fit and let it be about you. Love on yourself more than you. loving on somebody who don't deserve it, you know, put that energy back in you. Listen to the birds chirping. It's beautiful out here. So I didn't walk yesterday, but well, I did, but I didn't do my regular walk. I just was kind of walking out when I went to the store and things like that, trying to park far from the store, like instead of parking close, I got some steps in like that, but I typically try to do a minimum of 6,000 steps a day like every day and while doing it i also am doing my due diligence of making sure i try to at least as often as i can drop a daily vitamin of support to individuals who are going through narcissistic abuse that whole confusing type of traumatic experience because i know what it was like when i went through it so I'm here to, and that, don't get me wrong, that stuff try to come of come my way even in other situations. You know, it's not just about intimacy or intimate relationships. It can be about your children. It can be about uh, narcissism in the workplace. It can be anything. It doesn't stop. But when you go through your healing and you learn how to identify that personality disorder um, or anything similar to it, you just become more protective of yourself you know you love on yourself more and things like that and you know that no one has that right to mistreat you anymore you know so anyway it's your girl Rachel real I'm here Uh, we're gonna I'm gonna give my commentary on this question that I saw come in my email from Cora and talk on that hopefully it will help somebody today who might have that same question somewhere in the world I'm not sure Um, but I know someone needs to hear a word today, and I'll briefly talk about it. The other thing, um, I am a thriver from being in a five-year narcissistic abusive relationship. Didn't know what it was. Did my work. Long and short, I did my work. Realized what, what I was dealing with, and I got out of that thing. And I am here to tell you, was it easy? No. But guess What? There's a light. There was a light at the end of the tunnel. And thank you, Jesus, that I made it. And I saw the light, <laughs> got to touch it. And I'm here to help you to do the same. I'm not a counselor, a therapist, psychiatrist, or anything of the like. I am a life coach, very informal life coach who help individuals with questions when they're trying to transition out of that abuse, abusive type of situation. Um, I have different resources that I can refer you to should you have more in-depth pain or trauma, you know, I can refer you out. So there you have it. Now that that disclaimer is out there, guys, listen to the birds in the background. It's a beautiful thing out here walking. I really, really encourage you to just get around some green trees and listen to nature, you know, instead of. Feeling down and out if you're still living in that thing if you're still living with a narcissist um i just can't my heart goes out to you because i know what you are experiencing and all i can tell you is work your ass off to get up out of that thing okay so anyway um this question is today will a narcissist have a good relationship with a person who is very easygoing? that's the question that came in will a narcissist have a good relationship with a person who is very easygoing? Let me speak on that and give my commentary on it. No, (laughs) no, they will not. They will not have a good relationship with a person who's easygoing because it goes back to, and different people, you know, they put out questions like that because they are at a different point in their relationship where they might be in denial. They might be, you know just blaming themselves for everything that goes wrong because they feel like they're so easygoing, and why would the person hurt them like that because they have a personality disorder that's why it's a disorder because you can have a good situation that you'll just sabotage and that's what the narcissist does you know and you got to understand that it's not about you it's about them who's going through who has the issue you know If you're a person who's still questioning your reality, you know, because your narrative has been switched so often that you've been broken down to the point where you don't, you don't even believe yourself. So if you don't believe yourself, how will others believe you? The narcissist, that's their, that's their mission. Their mission is to have you doubt yourself and they're going to work very hard at doing that. They're going to do it. As long as you seem like you're strong, they're going to do it. And if you seem like you're limber, they're going to walk over top of you. So you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. So it just doesn't matter, you know? So wouldn't you want to at least keep your dignity and respect with knowing your truth and sticking to your truth? If you're going to be discarded either way, you will get discarded whether you're easygoing or not. They're still going to uh, destroy the relationship. And just because you're in it and you're living together, it doesn't mean that it has not been destroyed. If they're cheating on you, they destroyed it. They broke. If you're married, they surely broke the covenant. They broke your trust, even if you're not married. And that's not what you signed up for. They broke your trust. So when someone is doing all these things to you, very often... The narcissist will take advantage of someone who's easygoing. That's when it's really crazy. It's like this person is so chilled. They will walk all over top of you, you know, and definitely they're going to do the same thing because again, it's not about you. It's not that you did anything wrong or that you did anything right. Nothing matters to them, but them. That's all they care about. So, whatever roller coaster ride they're on in their mind, they're going to blame you. They're going to blame you for everything that you should be blaming them for. And you will be scratching your head. I know that was my experience. Everything that this man would accuse me of were the very things that I would rationalize in my mind, calling him out on. But was like, okay, in relationships, it's a give or take. This is what I would tell myself. Relationships, it's a give or take. Uh, pick your battles because everything doesn't warrant a conversation. Or, you know, some things, if it's just not worth talking about, it's not going to, if it's not a deal breaker, or if it's not going to make or break the relationship, I'm just going to refrain from talking about it because it doesn't matter. But here comes a Narcissist they will be calling something out and you're like, what the hell? I should be asking you this question. You're the person who's doing this. That's why it's so crazy. It's, uh, it's like they're delusional. And I'm not saying it trying to be smart because I have compassion for everybody, but that doesn't mean I give you the right to shit on me or anybody else. I have to call it like it is. You are choosing to be an a-hole. And if you're choosing to be that way, it is not my responsibility to change you. That's not my job. I was not assigned to change you. I wasn't assigned to take your abuse. So when you show me differently, I'm going to move differently. You give me a certain hand to play, I'm gonna play that hand, you know? And if it's the hand of you thinking you're going to abuse me, talk about me lie to me stab me in my back and i'm just gonna uh, stick around to take the abuse to take the emotional abuse because you chose to be somebody who you're really not you chose to lie you chose to show up as a representative even as far as marrying me and i'm gonna just give you a pass no because in my mind i never had a marriage in the first place because you were somebody else that you're not you know and when you look at it like that, you got to call a thing a thing. So don't think that just because, and I've mentioned this in other videos, as I, you know, give my commentary on that question. You can't nice your way out of nothing. You can't nice your way to their hearts. You can't, the more kind you are, the worse they're going to treat you. It almost, it's, it's like they, like you owe them something because they're very entitled. They have an entitled an attitude or, or mentality. So the more you do, they're going to almost feel like it's reciprocity. You know? Like, you're doing this to me because you know how bad you've been. You know how horrible of a wife or of a spouse you are. And I'm speaking from a female's perspective because obviously I'm a female. i um, not saying women don't do this stuff too because they do. It can happen on either side. It's not gender specific. But very often... Women will find themselves in these situations because women are usually more willing to accept things that a man won't, you know, very often. Let's call a thing a thing. So back again, you know, you can't you the nicer you are. It's almost like they're going to be like, oh, you're just being nice because they're delusional, which is why they want you to feel like you're crazy. You're just doing this because you know you're wrong. That's why you're doing it. That's why you, you were nice to me because mine said, and I said this in other episodes, I remember I got to a point where I literally was like, I'm not arguing over petty stuff. I'm not doing this. And he can't argue by himself. I tried to go with that. Anything to try to keep the marriage together, right? This man comes and tells me, can I ask you a question? Why are you being so nice to me? See what I mean? You damned if you do, damned if you don't. He literally... Because we were getting along for about four days. He literally asked me, why was I being so nice? So at the time when I was going through therapy, not that the therapist, she didn't really expound on narcissism at all. And this man did check the boxes. Like five out of seven symptoms, he had five. or some, he, No, he probably had all seven. No, he had all seven. All seven for covert narc. So when I look at it, You know, back to, again, him asking me, why was I being so nice to him? Dude, I'm just trying to get along. I'm trying to make the marriage work for the second time. I divorced you and remarried you. We went to church. You went up to the front of the church. They prayed for you. They called all the men up, prayed for you. He had a friend who could officiate the marriage. And when the divorce came in, because we broke, we broke up for a few months. When the letter came in, we didn't even open it. We went right back, got uh, another marriage license, and remarried right in our living room. Real talk. So my point is, why wouldn't anyone in their right mind, if we feel like we're not trying to have another failed marriage, why not work hard at keeping it together, as I was doing? But... That was not his mentality, it was a game. It was a game to him. So because I was no longer a good supply, because I'm now not trying to fight or argue, like I'm agreeing with you. You say something, mm-hmm, you right, yep. Trying to get along, easygoing, wasn't good enough. So that's when he began to make up shit, make up stuff. And I'm like, okay, I am not crazy. I am not crazy. You're tripping. So, I had to continue to do my work. Learn more and more about the manipulation tactic that these people will do. Learn all about it. How it comes and all of that. That's why I can speak on this thing. Because I'm like, okay, he's tripping. I ain't doing nothing. Nothing. Being easygoing. At this time. So, that wasn't good enough you know it's like he had a drinking issue where it didn't seem like it was an issue before until COVID came because again at that time he didn't drink every day because he's a functioning alcoholic and because he wouldn't drink on a job you work overtime on a job you got just enough time to come home shower and go to bed if you're trying to fight it which he was but when COVID came i saw that he really struggled trying to stay uh, sober. So, hi, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Trying to stay sober. Where did you get your... Walmart, <laughs> like three years ago. i looking for a not quite that Yeah, they're comfortable, but they, they usually have good active wear, believe it or not, and it's cheap just to walk around in. It's very inexpensive, so check Walmart's um, their active wear. Yeah, very lightweight. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh no, you're very, you're good. And look how they held up from three years ago. Oh my gosh. Walmart. They look very sharp. <laughs> Thank you so much. Take care. So anyway, um, yeah. So back to what I was saying. Like I said, I'm out here walking and talking. So um, yes, I did. It was all about being going. This man trying to make me think I'm crazy. And I'm like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm going to educate myself. And the more and more I did it, it kept pointing back to a narcissist, a narcissist. I'm not trying to be no doctor and diagnose people. You know what I'm saying? So while I'm looking at what I was dealing with between how does a person just be happy at one moment and be sad another moment, um, had to look at. What defines an alcoholic? Had to look at how could somebody again sing your praises and all of this public display of of affection. You know these people aren't just being mean and nasty to you 24/7 because they wouldn't be able to keep you. Not a person like me anyway, because we ain't doing that. So it's a, it's the roller coaster ride. You know it's the good days when you finally decide to say, hey, okay, I'ma go out with this person because it got to a point where i was very cautious with going out because he would drink and when he get drunk he act a fool so it was like okay let me just not go out like when i tell you i started just losing myself because i was doing all of this compromising but i felt like okay i want to end my marriage like this just because he cuts a food when we go out because he drinks but then that began began to happen a lot where it's like okay can't go nowhere because he's going to get drunk so let me just stay at home at least i can deal with it here let me walk on eggshells let me make sure i don't crack any let me make sure i don't trigger him like that's too much damn work that is not my responsibility because you're such a fragile person egotistical person your ego is so fragile that the least little thing will set you off that ain't my problem that's your problem Why do you need this constant attention that's never enough? Constant, like I felt like I was on work, on duty. Like I got to keep entertaining you. I got to keep making you laugh, and that's still not enough. You can be talking to the person and his mind somewhere else. Hello, did you hear what I was saying? Did you hear me talking to you? That's straight up rude. If your significant other can't listen to you and give you their undivided attention, they don't deserve to have you period. Be clear with that. They don't deserve to have you. Look at the signs. Look at the pattern. How often is this thing happening? So as I wrap this up, no. That's my answer to that question. Will they be okay or will they change or will they tolerate you if you're easy going? Absolutely not. They're going to walk all over top of you. They're going to chew you up, spit you out. Do it all over again. Do it all over again. The more you, the nicer you are, the worse they're gonna treat you. So it goes back to if you're easy going, you're gonna get it. You're going to get it. Hi, how are you? You're going to get it. You hear what I'm saying? So, okay, I'm gonna end with that. I've been talking long enough. It's over 20 minutes now. Peace and blessings to you guys. I pray that you have a beautiful day. You're stronger than you think you are you got the power within you i know it might sound cliche but i'm telling you it is the god's heaven truth it really really is don't sit and feel bad about yourself what you're feeling is very real myself and other content creators who's out here giving you this the support that you need giving you encouragement to let you know you ain't crazy call the thing a thing We understand that you can't, you ain't too many people you can talk to because you done probably covered up for this person who has this disorder. You probably done gone against them, telling them that they're wrong about the person. Then when you start seeing them for who they are, you look crazy going back to say, oh, no, y'all were right. Because by that time, the narcissist probably has won them over. So now you're alone. And that's what they want you to think, which is why that whole process was called isolation, isolating you anybody who was close to you they had to come in between that to get those people to start second guessing you because why would you be with why would you be with someone that's how the narcissist want to paint it why would you want to be with someone who was so bad see see what I mean you know it's them if I was so bad why would they want to be with me that's why they give that fake ass public affection you know trying to make the public People who y'all around, people where y'all go and frequent at your social gatherings. They want to be, uh, 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 be on display acting like they're so loving and caring. And you know what you're dealing with behind the scene. It's all fake. They want to put on this mask that when you go out, oh, let me show you. Especially a covert, excuse me, covert or communal type of narcissist. Look at what I give. Look how nice I am. All of it is, is to mask their real personality. So don't feel like you're alone. Don't feel like you gotta defend yourself. And I close with Dr. Romney. shout out to Dr. Romney. but her technique that she talks about called the deep technique. Don't defend, don't engage, don't explain, and don't personalize. Or don't defend, don't explain, engage, or don't engage, explain, however way you wanna do them ease, and don't personalize it. Because, again, this is about them. So anything they do good or look like or tolerate you is all for their gain, not for yours. And if somebody got to tolerate you, that's like your second best and you're not. You should be number one. Love you. Peace and blessings to you. You got this. Have an amazing weekend. Your girl Rachel Real is out and get outside. I don't know what time zone you're on, but get outside and enjoy some fresh air walk, get yourself together so that you too can have a story that you, a successful story that you too can help somebody with and change somebody's life. Love you much. Your girl, Rachel is out. Bye.